the idea that you think that it's okay to have one of your subordinate employees give you a massage at all, at all, even with your clothes on. And well, look, to- I actually don't really care about that part. I, I, I got to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I don't think these lines, you know, these are blurred lines. Talk Weinstein. Uh, so, you know, in the dorm at NYU. No. <laughs> well, is that is that is there a dorm at NYU yeah. called Weinstein? Weinstein? Named after him? I don't know if it's named after him. It probably is. Well, that's what's hall. so funny is that oh, is USC now going to not accept the five million dollars he gave them? Of course they are, and they're not going to say shit about it because no. it doesn't matter because the people in this narrative. They don't really care about the things they're saying. All they care about is keeping power. And so when somebody on the other side that they view as a threat do something wrong, like, you know, harass somebody, it becomes a six-month front-page news story. Six months, two months. Whereas when Harvey Weinstein does it, nobody gives a fuck. Or at least it's not being joked about you did you know it was totally silent on snl totally silent on kimmel uh fallon myers there was not a single word said about this weinstein scenario and it's just like you know none of the meryl streep has not said a goddamn thing because she doesn't actually give a shit. She just wants to throw people that she feels threatened by under the bus so she can keep power. Whereas if she actually cared, you know, she would see that in front of her, Brian Singer's raping little boys and Weinstein's banging whoever the hell he wants and, you know, using his power. But she doesn't care about that because Weinstein's her her monster, right? The details are so, like, Hollywood exec uh, weird. Oh yeah, so and, classic Hollywood exec weird. And yeah, just thinking that you can do that, and that and that that was allowed to proceed. Is well, so, it's so that's a very that's one of the things I really hate about the business is this idea that like we will let Hollywood executives just kind of like act like monsters, and we're okay with that instead of being like, no, you can't act like this. I don't give a shit what movies you produce or I don't know who, who you are. Who, I don't know who the we you're talking about is because well, the people that work in the industry yeah. just allow that. Like we don't, well, that's what I'm saying. They're fucking hypocrites. So they, they sit around and they get, you know, have frustrations tantrums over Donald Trump doing the exact same well, shit. And then they're like, Oh, it's totally fine when Harvey Weinstein does it because Oh, it's Harvey Weinstein. Right. I mean, it makes well, no fucking but, sense, but also let's, Let's be clear. Harvey Weinstein is not a politician, and he's not a go- he just doesn't govern anybody. Okay, so. well then anybody who does this shit, right? I mean, how many people have fallen from grace? Roger Ailes. Yeah. You know how many people have been like, oh, of course these white men who yeah. bleh, bleh. no, right? not- oh, but it's Weinstein. No, no. Since Weinstein gives to Hillary, and he's on the good side. On that side, I agree, but I I, I want to avoid using comparisons to people that govern because you know Harvey Weinstein is not the president. So, but Harvey Weinstein and Roger Ailes are semi-equivalent people to talk about. Or any of these people. I mean, you know, any of these people who've come up against this thing. I mean, I think they tried to get Brian Singer, who's clearly doing this also, but probably in a worse way, but they failed for some reason. Like, they almost got him. Whereas this time, since the New York Times is reporting it, you know, they got him. Anyway, let's start from the beginning of this story. Yeah. Okay. So three days ago, uh, New York Times publishes an article uh, describing uh, decades of sexual harassment payoffs that Weinstein gave to various women that he had sexually harassed throughout the years. And sexual harassment, it appears that his pattern is sort of like he invites young starlets or young anything to like a meeting and then suddenly like... 
He's naked. Well, no, like suddenly he'll send everybody away or he'll find some excuse, totally random excuse to get them alone for a second. And then he'll just make his move. And if they say no, he like just starts jerking off and then nothing happens. Right. Yeah. So really fucking like, look, I'm going to try and see the Weinstein side of this later on, because, of course, that's what I'm going to do. But. We have some interns we're interviewing, so it's it's good time. No, but, you know, he's doing it in the worst, creepiest fucking way imaginable. You know, like, he's just totally not treating them like human beings. He's treating them like like rabbits who, like, he can try, you know, like, I'm going to lure you in here, and then suddenly everybody's going to be gone, and I'm just going to, like, jerk off on you. You know what I mean? It's, It's just like... So objectifying to such an insane degree. Well, yeah, like here's what's this one line from the article. Uh, the following year, once again at the peninsula, a female assistant said Mr. Weinstein badgered her into giving him a massage while he was naked. Right. Leaving her crying and very distraught. And it's just the idea that you think that it's okay to have one of your subordinate employees give you a massage at all at all even with your clothes on and well then look to- i actually don't really care about that part i i, I gotta be <laughs> honest with you i i don't think these lines you know these are blurred lines you know and and i don't think simply being in a higher position and fucking somebody in a lower position is wrong i no, I, I, I don't think that that's that bad i agree sort of but i but there's a there's a power differential that's present well, and he's just not treating these people like humans. Like, he's he's trapping them through really, like, gross and, you know, like, look, I don't think, if Harvey Weinstein went up to a young Ashley Judd, who was one of these people who came forward, and was like, hey, uh, let's go get some drinks, and, you know, hits on her and says, hey, uh, I find you hot, like, let's, like, hook up. Yeah. Whatever. Big fucking deal. It's more that he's, like trapping them in these creepy fucking like rooms with comes, like using his like henchmen to like but, get them in but there. But that comes because he's their boss. So there is a there is a power dynamic issue there. It's Well no, but he's using the power. It's not just pure power. But it he's is like if you if you're if you're an underling to somebody and you're like a low level assistant in Hollywood, you are basically told that you just kind of have to operate at the whims of these dudes all the time and most of the time it's petty bullshit it's like you know my sandwich is supposed to have rye bread and right. it came with wheat yeah i worked for one and, of these dudes and when i first moved here and, and he it's was that pure kind fucking of evil. it's that kind of like yeah. horseshit but you put up with it for whatever reason but in these women's cases it's a lot of like him like getting them to do intimate stuff for him and right. he's they, using but they, his but they're power. not just assistants. I mean, it's like a lot of these but, people. But to people me, that he has power over. Like he's got power right. over. They're uh, like starlets. They're like people that if he's nice, if they're nice to him, he's using his power so inhumanly. You know, like like he's using it literally like you would influence power over an animal. Like he's not. It's so rigid. Like there's no. He's not being like, oh, I love this young girl and we're, you know, on set together. And, you know, there's no human connection. He's just like, I am going to isolate you and jerk off on you. You know, like. Yeah, you're you're hot. I'm going to. And you're hot and like coming up in the industry. And I just want to like soil you. You know, it's evil. I mean, we were talking about in another episode that will actually come out after this one. The meaning of evil, the definition of evil. That could be its own mini episode. And I think, yeah, maybe we can tack that on here. I think the definition of evil has something to do with individual power and and abuse of individual power over something that can't really defend itself properly. And just the, okay, let's talk about his MO, right? So two decades ago, this is from the article that came out three days ago in the New York Times, which, hey, let me say something about the New York Times here. Good job. 
You're still doing your job. It, you know, you, you went after Weinstein. It would have been good if you'd done this 10 years ago, which clearly you wouldn't have, New York Times. Why would they not have gone Because I think maybe ago. he was more powerful 10 years ago. And, and there maybe, wasn't the zeitgeist, right? There wasn't the same power. Or well, maybe nobody was takedowns. talking about it. Right. Well, no. I, know, but the, they say the there's been the, an open, part, open secret for 30 years. And you do hear these things. But not an open an open secret in the business. What I'm saying is that sometimes this stuff is contained within Hollywood, Hollywood, yeah. and not necessarily outside right. of it. Well, what I think is interesting is this starts with Ashley Judd, and we remember Ashley Judd coming out super anti-Trump, reading the crazy poem about her like vagina blood uh, in the Women's March, mm-hmm. right? So Ashley Judd's clearly like little mad men these days and willing to like do anything to you know is it secure is, is it. that what it is well i mean hey at least judd is being fucking consistent you know at least she's going after weinstein and trump what i think the, the reason why i think this is so fucking embarrassing to hollywood and to every, all these people who are supposedly fair and balanced like colbert he's not saying shit about weinstein you know whereas if this was trump he would spend weeks well, talking again, about it. That's a that's kind of a false comparison. I would I would do Roger Ailes. How much Ailes Roger then. Ailes coverage is on the late night show? I'm sure some. Well, assertions without evidence. It's, I could find this in a second if I wanted to. <laughs> Look, watch. <laughs> Hypocrites of late night won't call out sexual harassment when a liberal is to blame. So they're talking about Weinstein. This is on the Hill, which is a pretty legitimate thing. Um, Colbert's and Kimmel of the world, um, you know, he's like talking about, um, yeah, he did make Colbert made ales jokes. That's what I'm seeing here. Okay. So there you go. And Oro Riley, you know, all these guys have gotten taken down recently. This is a, this is kind of a hard thing to Google. Can you imagine being sexually harassed by any of these trolls? I know, It'd be horrifying. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. I know they're all so fucking gross. Yeah. I mean, and that's what's so even more scary about it. It's like they're like they're like trapping these like young things in their like gross fucking rooms. Ah, since NPR folks hate the Fox News with passion, Gross and Colbert, Terry Gross, speaking of NPR people, giggled over the downfall of Fox boss Roger Ailes over sexual harassment. When Gross asked if he had a special interest in the story, Colbert cracked, if I buy special interest, you mean rolling my eyes back in ecstasy in an overstuffed chair, then yeah, I have a special interest. So though, here we go. There's, there, I mean, I'm sure I could find a million other examples, but yeah. There's free free for all reign on if anybody's on the wrong side of the narrative, their behavior is absolutely reprehensible. Right. And yeah, I know you don't want to. I think it's fair to say that Trump is in a slightly different position because he's running for office. But what? Well, my only point is that these the reason why the whole Trump video thing or the Trump secret recording thing was not effective against him is because everybody knows that this side, the media side, you know, outside of Fox news, they're only the, the making a big deal out of this is pretend it's pretend because when somebody does it on their own side, they don't actually care. And that's obvious. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I don't necessarily disagree i don't think i think everyone is operating in pretty bad faith right i mean it's bad faith that's all i mean on on this one and it's the same with people on the right oh, that totally. are suddenly interested totally. in this i'm like well all no, right. as you've said so many times on this thing it's like oh suddenly everybody on the right now just like forgets sexual misconduct but when it's somebody on the left doing it oh yeah. they're a disgusting you know deviant yeah. right yeah whereas when trump does it ah, it's fine yeah right yeah, yeah it's, no it's the same hypocrisy it's it's very yeah it's it's just I think that's why people get weird about it. just don't take it as seriously because it's it's just like oh this is just clearly a weapon being used against whichever side is is in trouble right now right right it's not it's not really a concern that anybody has it's only being used I mean to be fair I've seen 
I've seen some of my like, you know, pussy hat liberal feminist friends who have really gone bananas about this Weinstein thing, and I've I've, I've well, seen that. Well, that's what's interesting, right? I think they, it's dividing on that side as well because there's probably the mainstream libs who are like, all right, like we'll forgive him, but then there's the Dunham, Lena Dunham, like real crazed feminists that. They're going to go. It doesn't matter who it is. If you're a man doing this kind of stuff, you're fucking done. You know? Anyway, since though, for most people, this shit is pretty disingenuous. Yeah. I'm going to ultimately at the end of this come down on Weinstein's side, or I'm going to (laughs) try. I'm going to try to for the sake of argument. But anyway, so. The sake of hotness. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, hot arguments. What? Anyway. Uh, So let's start from the beginning, though, sir. We still haven't done that. Two decades ago, the Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein invited Ashley Judd to the Peninsula Beverly Hills Hotel for what the young actress expected to be a business breakfast meeting. Instead, he had her sent up to his room where he appeared in a bathrobe and asked if he could give her a massage or she could watch him shower, she recalled in an interview. How do I get out of the room as fast as possible without alienating Harvey Weinstein, Miss Judd said she remembers thinking. And I like how that story ends there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happens next? What I think we conclusion? probably all know. Uh, I don't know, but I don't think we get the what happened next. How do we? Let's see. Would you get any sexual charge out of like a, somebody watching you shower? When she refused, he suggested a shoulder rub. She rejected that too, she recalled. He steered her toward a closet, asking her to help pick out his clothing for the day, and then towards the bathroom. Would she watch him take a shower? She remembered him saying, I said no, a lot of ways, a lot of times. And he always came back at me with some new ask, Miss Judge said. It was all this bargaining, this coercive bargaining. To get out of the room, she quipped that if Mr. Weinstein wanted to touch her, she would first have to win an Oscar for one of his movies. She recalled feeling panicky, trapped. She said in an interview, there's a lot in the name, the cachet that the name came with Miramax. Not long afterwards, she related what happened to her mother. Years later, she appeared in the films without incident. Uh, She shared the account of the episode in Hotel Room with Variety without naming the man involved a while ago. Okay, and similar thing happened to... Uh, Rose McGowan. So actually, it looks like uh, Judd made it out somewhat unscathed. Um, okay, so that's one part of his MO. Let me continue to illustrate his MO. So uh, he's at a luncheon or something with this super hot, like, young TV anchor named, I, I think, uh, Lauren Sivan. Lauren Sivan. Um, and who knows what Lauren Sivan's doing there. Uh, she was a news anchor at New York, Long Island 12. And for some reason, she's meeting with Harvey Weinstein. He, she's at a Cipriani restaurant, who's like, you know, Weinstein, of course, buddies with Cipriani. And they... Um, okay. So Sivan recalled that while at the club, Weinstein asked her to join him on a tour of its restaurant, Cafe Socialista. Sivan said she reluctantly agreed, and they went downstairs to the restaurant. Just before Sivan left, a friend told her that if she wasn't back in 10 minutes, she would come down to check on her. Once Sivan and Weinstein were downstairs, they chatted and he showed her the cafe. He then took her to the kitchen, the restaurant was closed at the time, where a couple of staffers were cleaning up. The quiet in the kitchen struck Sil- Is it Sylvan or Sivan? They keep spelling it differently. Anyway, Sivan as odd. But a, a story published in 2008 said that Cafe Socialista was closing down for a lack of business while the club remained open, possibly explaining why the kitchen wasn't as populated. Weinstein then dismissed the two staffers in the kitchen. According to multiple women who spoke to HuffPost on the condition of anonymity who said they had similar experiences with Weinstein, he has started out meetings or interactions with other people in the room and then dismissed them to be alone with women in order to make advances. Once they left, Sivan says Weinstein leaned in and tried to kiss her. Sivan rejected that attempt and told him she had a long-term boyfriend. Weinstein then said to Sivan, well, you can just stand there and shut up. 
At this point, Weinstein and Sivan were in a vestibule between the kitchen and the bathrooms. The only way for Sivan to get away from Weinstein required her to get past him and through the kitchen. Sivan says she was trapped by Weinstein's body and was intimidated. Weinstein then proceeded to expose himself to Sivan and began to masturbate. Sivan says she was deeply shocked by Weinstein's behavior and was frozen and didn't know what to do or say. The incident in the vestibule didn't last long. <laughs> of course, they gotta throw that in. <laughs> Sivan says Weinstein ejaculated quickly Ooh. into a potted plant, and that we was in the vestibule. What and a then, pro! Uh, yeah, and then proceeded Man. to zip up his plants, and they walked back into the kitchen. How do you? By the time this had occurred, Sivan's friend had grown concerned about how long Sivan was gone. She mm. tried to go downstairs. She found them, and then it, like it all disappeared. This sounds like to me that is definitely what happened. I, I believe every word of what this woman is saying because it's like that's just too nuanced yeah. for that to be fake. Especially you the know? potted plant. The potted too. plant. It's like come on, and that just sounds so realistic. I just want to know what kind of potted plant it yeah. was. Was it a ficus? Yeah. <laughs> Wine's <laughs> known for masturbating into ficuses. Some cleaning ladies like watering the plants. She's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> that's not. It's not natural for a plant. It's actually like really like good for the plant. No. Uh, anyway, um, so like you know, this is an ugly man, right? He's an ugly man. He's an ugly man with a lot of power. So, do you mean ugly? He's just an ugly person, you know. Physically, yeah, he's physically ugly. He's clearly sort of just an ugly human. Yeah, you know, it's a creep. Anyway, okay, so th- this all comes out. Then he writes this response because clearly, I guess he knows that he's fucked. Yeah, which is crazy because for years he's been battling these things down. The entire point of this uh, thing is that over and over these people have come forward. Like an Italian model came forward with the shit, and then they disappear because he pays them off. He he gives them a ton of money and they go away. Sure, anytime they're ready to do this, and we gotta think. Just like in the case of Trump, probably nine out of ten times, he ends up actually banging me. I mean, I don't know about... For some reason, Weinstein's grosser than Trump for some reason to me, but like... Wait, what what is your premise there? My premise is that probably most of the time, this goes his way, you know? Do you mean that he like, he fucks them? Yeah. Why Why do you think that's the case? Well, it's power, right? I mean, power is attractive. But I guess girls don't really want to bang Harvey Weinstein. No. I feel like girls probably want to bang Trump more than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> if I was a girl, I'd rather bang Trump than Harvey. Would you? Oh, yeah. Because uh, Trump... All right, was, let's, let's do... The way that Trump wait, did wait. it was a little more head-on. The way that... The way that yeah, Weinstein's he grabbed by the it, pussy. Get some... Well, he's like, I feel like hot, Trump is like, the, the, in the things where Trump it was like, he tried to kiss me and I said no and that w- it was over. You know, that's kind of like what the Trump things are. Wanna, Whereas the wine scene's like trapping them and then like, it's very I, let's, industrialized. Let's, let's organize these men by how likely you'd be to fuck them. Okay. Bill O'Reilly. Okay. Roger Ailes. Right. Anthony Weiner. Ooh. Um, Weinstein. Weinstein. Trump. Trump. That's good, right? That's five. <laughs> Gross, creepy, old, rich, white men. Yeah. Fucking scale. Yeah. Which one would you most likely, if you're a woman, would you have sex with? Just knowing what I know. I, I See, I don't really know enough about the other guys' MOs. I mean, like, Weinstein's probably the worst. Just, just because it seems like what he's doing is so fucking creepy in such a Hollywood way too. You know, yeah. these Hollywood guys are so gross, dude. I like, I've, I've, again, I've seen it firsthand. I worked for one well, of these Well, they get agents. to do whatever They're they terrible. want all the time. But they do it in a really slimy way, yeah. you know? I mean, Wiener is a pussy. You know, he's like, what are you even doing? Just like, go get a hooker or something. Like, what, you're having sexting conversations? It's, it's just no, like, but that's how he gets off. That's, ugh. it's that attention from somebody 
that he likes. A hooker won't be able to fulfill that need. That desire. Because he's yeah, getting... You're right, you're right. He likes being worshipped. He, right. He's getting attention from these women that he that are allegedly attracted right. to so his power. So for Wiener, in a way, it's a little bit more... It's less terrifying because clearly Weinstein does not give one shit about what these people think of him. You know, yeah. like like he doesn't care that they think he's a disgusting piece of shit. He obviously just thinks of them purely as an object. Yeah, meat. Right, just meat. Whereas uh, Wiener kind of is like, I like that they like me. Yeah. You know, like he's so a So you're saying more... you would probably fuck Anthony Wiener? If uh, I'm a woman and I like like guys' emotions, what about Spitzer? Can we put Spitzer on the list? Well, he fucked hookers. He just fucked hookers. He wasn't I mean, bothering anybody. Yeah, right. Elliot Spitzer's downfall is 100% horseshit. Yeah. Like, he was banging well, hookers. But, I mean, he was also the... It's different because he was the... Yeah, he was the governor uh, he was and he was the, prosecuting... No, not the pro- governor. He was the AG. He was the... Attorney General of New York. But he was the governor. He was the governor of New York when he... At the what, time. But I think when he was banging the woman, he was still AG, which right. is fucked up because, yeah, you a, know, you can't be... Yeah. You know, that's a, that's like the one job you really but can't be doing that. El- Elliot Spitzer wasn't bothering anybody. No. He was, you know, women that yeah, were I prostitutes. I agree Spitzer was a, definitely a casualty. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so... Yeah. Can we get him back in public office? Like, well, uh, he tried to come back and he just didn't work. Yeah. He was... He was feared by Wall Street. All right. Yeah. So that's a great documentary. Well, but by it, the way. I think this is kind of the beginning of these takedowns, yeah. right? I think Wall Street perfected the sexual harassment takedown in a way with Spitzer, and then it just kind of you know this is how people get removed from power now. It happened to the uh, CEO of Uber, you know, similar thing, like kind of like guilt by association of right. some sexist thing. Happened to Dove Charney, CEO of American Apparel. You know, this is how people get fucked over these days. Right. You know, this is how you get removed. Um, so to finish your list, I think I got to admit Trump is probably the most fuckable of the... <laughs> of, all of, them. of course. <laughs> uh, he's just... Uh, He's gross. Like, oh, he's definitely. They're all that? gross. Come on, they're all gross. All the gro- people you're talking. But he's about like all out of gross. shape. He's very. They're all of the people you're not Anthony Weiner. Anthony Weiner is in pretty good shape. Yeah, well, but I've Anthony seen those photos. Also like twenty years younger than all these other guys. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. So yeah, Trump. See, that doesn't even come into like for me. This is just such an abstract thing that I don't really care. All right, so you'd, you know, just their energies, just okay. their energies. You like you like Trump's energy. I like Trump's energy. Ener- Trump's energy seems the most honest. Okay. Then Wiener seems sort of pathetic, so it's like kind of sweet. Okay. You know? So it's Trump. Nails, then I don't Wiener. know enough about. I I don't know Nails's personality at all. So like, I, and I haven't heard his like creepy mo. Yeah. You know. Um, I think Ailes was asking people out more. You know, O'Reilly, I don't think there's anything to any of that stuff. I mean, I think Riley was probably, I don't really think O'Reilly was doing this because keep in mind, O'Reilly's in front of the camera Uh and that creates a certain level of desire, I think, in the opposite sex. He's also very tall. Yeah, he's tall. He's in front of the camera. Like, I think women probably wanted to bang O'Reilly quite a bit. You know, same with Trump. Like, I think a lot of women were actually interested in doing it. Hmm. And maybe he made some missteps in misunderstanding certain situations where he thought a woman wanted to bang. But I mean, you hear these situations with O'Reilly. The one anecdote I heard was like, he invited me to his hotel room at 2.30 in the morning and I thought he just wanted to talk about my career. You know, that kind of shit's like, all right. I mean, not that it's your fault. Nobody deserves to be put in these positions these gross situations but at the same time like you kind of got to understand what's happening if O'Reilly strikes me as somebody that doesn't know like the difference between a woman that's just friendly and a woman that is trying to right. sleep with and them. how could he because probably he's approached by women who actually do want to sleep with them all the time and it's very well, hard I to tell I think you difference. know I don't know I don't think it's that hard my favorite part of this whole thing is Weinstein's really weird response yeah i'm excited to hear this so here's his really strange and again you know i wrote an article about this once that was like semi-successful i was actually supposed to write it for the hollywood reporter and i wrote it and then they rejected it 
And it's about the way in which these Hollywood executives communicate. Yeah. And they communicate like weird, distracted children. Did like, it ever get published, your article? They are, I published it myself. Okay. Um, but it, it, it's like the way they talk is just so strange. It's like this weird childish filled with non sequiturs like remember when uh the sony emails hacked yeah. and there amy was like pascal yeah all the emails between amy pascal and who's the big shot producer she was working with maybe like scott rudin or something okay. i forget probably who it was. the emails were so weird like they they like just reeked of like two little children talking to each other you know yeah like they were constantly threatening each other but then saying completely random seemingly unconnected things like there and this this response just reeks of this very strange like childish hollywood way that people kind of talk to each other okay so here's weinstein kind of uh, fallen on his sword which i'm actually really surprised that he did he's just getting old I came of age in the 60s and 70s. This is, okay, there's no introduction. This is just a piece of paper that has these things on them. There's no like deer or anything. It's just like a random piece of paper that he's just like written in his browser. Yeah. I came of age in the 60s and 70s when all the rules about behavior and workplaces were different. That was the culture then. I have since learned it's not an excuse in the office or out of it to anyone. I realized some time ago that I needed to be a better person and my interactions with the people I work with have changed. I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain and I sincerely apologize for it. Though I'm trying to do better, I know I have a long way to go. This is my commitment. My journey now will be to learn about myself and conquer my demons. I don't want to hear you say the word journey. Yeah. My journey. My journey. Shut up. Over the past year, I've asked Eliza, Lisa Bloom to tutor me, and she's put together a team of people. I've brought Tutor on, him on what? I brought on therapists, and I plan to take a leave of absence from my company and to deal with this issue head on. <laughs> I so respect all women and regret what happened. I hope that my actions will speak louder than words and that one day we will be able to earn their trust and sit down with Lisa to learn more. This is where it's like, it's like a child. Like he's like talking about like his babysitter. <laughs> what is she going to tutor him? Actually, when a woman enters your room, it's not okay. Also, when somebody says, I respect all women, it's like, you know, they're lying. <laughs> Nobody respects all anything. So Jay-Z, Jay and then he goes on, Jay-Z wrote in 444, I'm not the man I thought I was, and I better be that man for my children. <laughs> Which actually Jay-Z did not say in 444. We'll get to that in a did second. Did he say that at all? No, never said that. <laughs> the same is true for me. I want a second chance in the community, but I know I've got work to do to earn it. I have goals that are now priorities. Trust me, this isn't an overnight process. I've been trying to do this for 10 years, and this is a wake-up call. <laughs> trying to do what? I don't Trying to like not jerk off on random women. <laughs> yeah, it's really just, hard. <laughs> I can, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, cannot, uh, zip your pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember what no, we said. Don't do it, Harvey. It's disgusting. <laughs> I cannot be more remorseful about the people I hurt. And I plan to do right by all of them. How? Okay, so again, here's the, the real kicker. I am going to need a place to channel that anger... So I've decided that I'm going to give the NRA my full attention. <laughs> I hope Wayne LaPierre will enjoy his retirement party. I guess Wayne LaPierre like runs the NRA or yeah. something. I'm going to do it at the same place I had my bar mitzvah. Going to do what? We don't know. <laughs> what bar mitzvah? Why is he talking about his fucking bar mitzvah? It's so strange. I'm making a movie about our president. Perhaps we can make it a joint retirement party. One year ago, I began organizing a $5 million foundation to give scholarships to women directors at USC. While this might seem coincidental, it has been in the works for a year. It will be named after my mom, and I won't disappoint her. That's the. That's it. <laughs> it's like you're literally dealing with... I mean, talk about fucking evil. Just the way he writes is so... It's this sinister... Well, just to... God, it reminds me, I worked for this fuck. I know I've said this a thousand times. I worked for this guy when I first came here yeah. and being from, you know, I'd come from New Orleans. I had no idea what was going on. And this guy took total fucking advantage of me. I mean, not sexually, thank Ooh. God, because mm. he fucking knew that wouldn't have happened. But, <laughs> uh, 
you know where's he on the list is he above or below donald trump he's just total slime mm. i mean he's worse than any of them really uh yeah this guy todd Mario. i don't give a fuck i'll say his name he was a guy that i worked for when i first came here and you know he never did anything he never made any sexual advances towards me so i'll say that but just the way that he emailed and the way that he treated people yeah. was in, it just reeks of the exact same thing. It's so fucking weird reading this because he would write emails like this that are full of these weird, seemingly unrelated things. It's like he's throwing you off the, well, the scent in it's a also way. It's just so strange. Some of the things that you're totally aware of their mind and the way that it's going, like the, right. that bar mitzvah thing is just written by somebody who assumes everyone knows Harvey Weinstein's history. Yeah. And when he references it, we'll all go like, oh, yeah, I know what he's talking about. Instead of us being like, what? what? Your bar mitzvah. It's that same attitude of everyone knows exactly what I want at all times. It's right. the same fucking thing. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, I, I'm going to do it at the same place I had my bar mitzvah. Do what? Yeah. Take down the NRA? Yeah. How are you going to do that in the same place you had bar mitzvah? <laughs> what does that mean? We're going to do the electric slide. It's though. like somebody whose brain is just rotten. Like it's just a rotten fucking human being. And well, it's somebody who's been treated like yeah. a little king at all times. Yeah. You know, we have these people that get. It's literally like almost not a person. I mean, I, I like I hate to fucking say that, but. That's sort of how I felt about this guy I worked for. It was like, you're not really a human. Like, you're so antisocial. It's like so unconnected to yeah. anyone. Like I, That's the kind of the impression I get about Harvey Weinstein. It's like, this is a guy who's just totally alone. Yeah. Like, he has no human connections with anyone. I had a, when I worked, when I first moved here as well, I, ha I worked for a reality TV show. Yeah. And the production manager of that show was I just had that same like do you just not know how to talk to human beings? Yeah. It was always like he was the emperor and he would just talk to you as though you were a servant or a peon. Right. And it's like I know I'm a low level employee, but I'm still like a person. Right. Who has feelings. Well, and I don't think that these people see other people as people. I like I genuinely I mean, look at what Harvey Weinstein's entire thing is doing. Like I think he doesn't have consciousness of another that other people he doesn't care about that no you know well, he cares about what he's doing and they're, that's it. they're they're trained over time by the way that right. people treat them and act with them that, that yeah they don't have to care about other people. well and it's very telling that lisa bloom the woman who's supposedly tutoring him resigned yeah so I think that was her being like, nah, fuck you. Man. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, once, once your ship is going to sink, nobody has any reason to be around you anymore at all because you're terrible. You're just a terrible fucking person in every way. I'm tutored. Yeah. She's just kind of tutored. What is he talking about? And what does the bar mitzvah have to do with like, What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It's like a Jew signaling. <laughs> like, I had a bar mitzvah, everyone. <laughs> don't hate me. I'm taking down our president. Look, look up where Harvey... Look, Google Harvey Weinstein bar mitzvah. Yeah, it's not really saying anything about his bar mitzvah. Somebody, maybe a, a listener can, can call Point us in. in the direction. Yeah. And let us know. And tell us. Um, okay, so that was his response. The Jay-Z thing was not a real Jay-Z quote, so... Slate magazine was on that, and well, that's they another said thing. He made up a complete thing. Of course, there's all these pictures with him like hugging Jay Z. That's another piece of the puzzle because it's somebody who thinks that you know most of us that would quote somebody would go like, "Let me see if I have this right." And we go on the internet and like look it up and make sure that we were saying what they were saying right. And, and this is a guy it. who thinks like, "Oh, he, he has it in his head that Jay Z said that," so he's like, "Yeah, I'm probably right. I'm just gonna put that in there." I honestly don't think that's it, man. I think what he think knows exactly what he's doing. I think he's an incredibly calculating person who knows all the angles. He knows everything that's going on. So why would he use Because a... I think he's trying to seem like a child. Like I, I that that was the sense that I got from Todd was the more he seems like he doesn't care. It's kind of like you were talking about the voices of all the uh, NPR 
podcast people, in a which is a for, unfortunately a future episode. Um, it's like he's learned evolutionarily over the years that these kind of like weird, ethereal, strange um, ways of talking just throw people off. Like I think they they he knows that they're so nonsensical that they just play on people's emotions. They seem like mystical in a weird way, you know? So the real Jay-Z quote, he says there is, there's only one passage remotely resembling the actual lyrics he's talking about in 444, which is, and if my children knew, I don't even know what I would do. They ain't look at me the same. I will probably die with all the shame. Mm. Which is like, I guess his interpretation which is i'm not the man i thought i was and i better be that man for my children it's like i guess that's kind of a transcription but he put it in quotes it's yeah. like he's going out of his way to be vague it's, it's really what he's doing like you're saying like you and i would be like all right let's get this quote right because we care about other people whereas not because we care about other people but we care about getting it right yeah, otherwise you look dumb. No, but see, that's what I'm saying. Weinstein's so used to not playing by the rules. You know, he's used to being somebody who lives outside of the bounds of rules. Yeah. And that's what gives him his power. What gives Weinstein his power is that he's willing to do shit that other people aren't willing to do. Like, you see that movie, uh, Overnight. Yeah. Did you watch that yeah. about the guy who made... It's a uh, great documentary. Great documentary. The guy who For made... For so many reasons. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. And Harvey Weinstein sends somebody to, like, kill him in that documentary. Well, he claims that. But right. And who knows what's th- true, but... That guy is also quite delusional. I think it's pretty clear that Weinstein probably is does that i mean like you know these people get power for a reason i think that people get power because they don't play Wait, by did the you rules. watch that movie because it happens towards the end of the movie yeah did you watch that movie and take from it that harvey weinstein probably tried to have the guy yeah killed? because what i took from it was this guy is so nutty that he thinks that this thing that clearly has nothing to do with him is about him. Didn't a car like come up and like try and like swipe him or something? He claims it. There's no video footage of it happening. A car does like screech by. Yeah. In that. Right. <laughs> no, no, you're New right. York I mean, well, that, that's what's interesting about that movie is like it's definitely an unreliable narrator thing. So yeah. who knows if Harvey Weinstein would really do that? Do, do you think that guy is the hero of the movie? No. All right. No, he's clearly, you know, deserves what happened to him. You know, he acted like a total If you asshole. love the feeling of schadenfreude, just watch Overnight. Yeah, because it's oh, like a guy oh. getting really what he, he deserves. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, anyway, okay. So then finally, the last kind of part of this is the response to Harvey's response, which is all these, you know, the hardcore feminists, the Lena Dunhams, are coming out and saying, fuck Harvey Weinstein and fuck Hollywood. Mm. For its hypocrisy. So LA Times, I was actually really surprised that they published this piece that's saying like, you know, Hollywood is fucked up because they spent all this time pointing fingers at Trump and all these other people, yet they are silent on Mm -hmm. this completely. So Lena Dunham tweeted, and the fact that I am now agreeing with Lena Dunham is perhaps the saddest thing ever, but... That stuff. Yup. Hollywood shines light on Catholic church, sex trafficking. Let's shine it on ourselves a second and see what we've condoned. Yeah. You know, and she's, you know, that's what, whereas Meryl Streep, she has not said a goddamn thing, nothing. Right. And, uh, her, Lena Dunham's response to Weinstein's response was, would have recommended at least two years as a caged sub to a bunch of barred gender studies profs before Weinstein issued that pathetic apology. Just like, that's pretty funny, Lena. A caged it's funny. sub. Funny. Well, I, maybe Lena Dunham's finally like getting a little self-aware, you know? Uh, because like, hey, I am completely on the same well, page this, with her. This tracks with, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of criticism of Hollywood for it's kind of, you know, pseudo liberal right. positions, but actual practices are very not liberal. Well, okay, so not only are they very not liberal, uh, and you know, completely Trump like in every way, but you know, that's something my mom has said a lot, which is like, 
Yeah, she's in the theater world, which yeah. is overwhelmingly liberal. Yeah. But she's like, you would not believe how many people in the world act exactly like Donald Trump all the time. You yeah. know, they totally use all the same tactics, all the same, like, sort of, you know, narcissistic baloney, you yeah. know, that he does. And what's disgusting is the hypocrisy, right? I mean, it's like what's kind of nice about Trump is that Trump has never... He's never played victim, sad, compassion role, you right. know, whereas these guys are out here pointing fingers and it's like, look, you don't really care. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where I'm going to come around and try and find some way to kind of sympathize with Weinstein here in that. I love having women watch me shower. No, it's I mean, delightful. look, he's gross. He's objectifying. And, you know, I'll say this also about uh, Todd Shamari, the guy that I worked for. But at the same time, I don't think he's a criminal. You know? Like, I think Weinstein's a disgusting bastard. Mm -hmm. Just like I think, you know, Todd Shamari's a disgusting bastard. But you can be a disgusting bastard. Like, that's fine. Like, in a weird way, I kind of learned a lot from that Taj Mahari experience, you know? Like, I, you know, I do have kind of a weird respect for him now because it's like he kind of showed me that there's nobody minding the store, you know? There's no more... Morality is not going to save you, at least not in Hollywood, Mm. you know, maybe in Milwaukee, but here, there's no rules and no social rules. And somebody like Weinstein is amoral. He doesn't have morals. He doesn't care about anybody besides himself, right? And I don't think that's illegal. I don't think anything he's done is illegal. Right. You know what I mean? Why well, are people arguing that, that it's a, that Well, it's because I, I think sexual harassment law has reached a point that is so it sweeps in so much non-illegal behavior that anybody can get in trouble for it. I mean, also the, the what just came out is the guys who run Cine Family. Do you hear about that? Yeah, I've been seeing that that news and that, and also um, Screen Junkies, Honest Trailers, the creator of. Are you, do you know what Honest yeah. Trailers is? The creator of Honest Trailers is embroiled in a whole thing oh, right really? now. Yeah. What's going on with him? Same same deal. A bunch of women have accused him of uh, harassing them, uh, sending them inappropriate messages. Yeah, see, again, it's like, okay, you want to have a social wish hunt against somebody and, and mark them as someone who's a piece of shit and who's gross with women. Fine. Women can get together and absolutely do that. I, I fully support them be able to do that the legal thing though is different you know i i don't think it's okay to make this a legal thing like you're allowed to try and bang women you know you're allowed to do that is it gross is it horrible is it disgusting yes but that should be socially enforced not legally i think the legal thing comes in when there's a there's a power there's a power issue at place. If someone's your direct supervisor, again, coming back to private government, the the best book that I read this year, uh, there's a certain amount of power that these that your boss has over you, and if your boss is infringing on your, you know, it's a little more complicated than just if if a guy's being creepy to you at a bar. You don't really have a right to complain. You can leave, right? You can just go home. If your boss at work is is being creepy to you, that's different. That's it. That's because your work is where you make your money, and that's how you live your life. It's so different, yes. If your boss is kind of forcing you to do stuff or behave in a way that you don't want to, that's unrelated to your job, you know, social pressure isn't enough to protect you. I think it is. And I think... I think I don't think it is, though, because it's clearly not. Because it's still... All right, so if Weinstein says to somebody... if Okay, if you're using violence or coercion, if, if you're in a movie and Weinstein comes to you and says, if you don't give me a blowjob, I'm going to kick you out of this movie, and I have the power to do that. Yeah. That should probably be illegal. Because you're talking about direct 
fraudulent coercion, right? Sure. If you're a young starlet in Hollywood and Bill Cosby slash Bill O'Reilly slash, you know, Weinstein. These are three very different MOs, but. Whatever. If any of those guys comes to you and says, hey, um, you know, if uh, suck my dick and I'll give you a a break, right? I'll, I'll help you. And you do it. That's on you. I mean, like, I hate to say that. Like, that's it's fucking harsh but that's to not, say that, but you don't have to fucking do it, you know? But that's not really... It's a, that's a simplification of what's being discussed. I it's mean, very easy to say that because that's sort of cut and dried. Right. It, if you're if you're like Harvey Weinstein's assistant, right? Okay. No, it's different if you're Harvey and you, he says if you don't do this, you're going to get fired, right? I'm and not that's just different. that. That's and different. I'm going to fuck you in your Hollywood career. I'm going to make it difficult for you to be employed. I'm going to call up my friends at Warner Brothers. Well, I don't think and, he's saying that. Well, you don't. But, I think that's implied, right? Well, and that's that's the thing. But so, that clearly wasn't the case with Judd because Judd didn't do it according to this, and then nothing happened. He still put sure, her in movies. Ash- he still put her in the movie. Ashley Judd is also like a, a movie star, and she has her own more significant amount of power than like an assistant. Well, or, we don't know. I think it was still pretty early in her career that this happened. She said twenty years ago. Fine, but that's still kind of a different circumstance. The, I think. I think the thing that you're alighting over is the need for employees to have some level of protection against predation by people that directly supervise them. You know, there because social enforcement hasn't like it just doesn't cover all your bases. It doesn't cover all your bases, and again, like I'm saying, yeah, if you are an employee and you're saying you're going to be retaliated against in your livelihood because you don't do this, yes, that should be illegal. I'm not saying that shouldn't, but in these circumstances where oh, there's a really powerful Hollywood executive and a young starlet, and this powerful Hollywood executive comes on to the starlet and says, Hey, let's bang. Yeah. That's not every it's, case. That's it's being not that, that I don't think that bang. that should be illegal, but that's not his sole MO. His sole, his MO is also people that work directly for him. Well, uh, that I'm not seeing that here in this. Well, thing. who are these people? It's they're not all just, like, like random, like starlet people. I don't think so. I don't think that's correct. Random starlet. Ashley judge the starlet. So here's one. Rose McGowan is one of them. Mr. Weinstein invited Emily Nestor, who had worked just one day as a temporary employee to the same hotel and made another offer. Okay, she's a temp. Right. It's not a starlet. That's a temp at this... She's a temp at Miramax or Weinstein Company or wherever. And the boss says, uh, you know, if you accept my sexual advances, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you with your career. A female assistant... This is the one I mentioned earlier. Badgered her into giving him a massage. So these this are, is a different one than Emily Nestor. Yes, these aren't just starlets. There's also assistants and and random whoever's that work for the company. And that's that's I'm kind of an Emily Nestor's LinkedIn profile now. <laughs> oh, good. She's a. I'm sure, it's the know. same. She looks like she's doing fine, but. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean I, I I hear what you're saying. I just feel like okay. So for example, these these um uh okay. So there's been a couple different versions of this. Uh, the, also, the ain't it cool news guy, right? He yeah. got taken down for being like sexual harassing. The uh, sin of family guys taken yeah. down for sexual harassing. Those guys, those weren't employees. You know, I think those guys were just creeps. You know, they were just fucking well, creeps. Well, Harry Knowles from Ain't It Cool News, I, that was not an employee. But I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Cinefamily, those guys, it was people involved with Cinefamily. All right. Well, look, it shouldn't be, I don't think it should be illegal to bang your employees at all. I, I don't I, know that anybody's advocating for that. Well, but isn't, kind of, aren't no, you saying that? No. Not really. I mean, I just, I worry that in these circumstances, like, you know, sometimes it is mutual. And then because we have all this stigma, uh, later on, the person says, oh, uh, that actually wasn't mutual. I wasn't attracted to them at all because I I would never be attracted to somebody like that. And, uh, oh, I actually, uh, I was sexually harassed, right? Whereas it's like, look, power dynamics between men and women Sorry to fucking say it, but 
women are attracted to power. They are. And I mean, dude, I used to work at the DA's office and I remember there was one unit, I think it was the special appeals or something. And there was all these hot young women who was this when you worked in homicide. Yeah, it was. There was all these hot young women who worked in appeals. Uh I used to sleep with one of them (laughs) and they would go on and, and there was all these like hot older attorneys, men that were the guys who were like the men in that department. And these girls would go on and on about like how much sexual tension there was in the offices all the time. Like, you know, they were like, so desired these like powerful men and the men clearly desired the, you know, it's the madman thing, right? I mean, it's the secretary and the boss. There's, there is a sexual desire element in that relationship. That's natural. You know, and to police that relationship is kind of fucked up. Another example is Laura, Laura Kipnis, right? The Laura, whole Laura Kipnis Northwestern thing. Which she one was, was that? She was a feminist professor. There was a guy, a professor, who banged his ex-grad student mm-hmm. after she was his grad student. I actually don't even think he banged. Maybe he did bang her a couple times or they had a relationship or I, I forget exactly what it was. They had some sort of sexual interaction. And after that, this woman like sued the guy for, you know, um, sexual harassment and, you know, using his position to influence her, even though they banged after he was her student. Mm-hmm. And Laura Kipnis, who's a feminist professor at Northwestern, wrote a piece being like, look, if we're real feminists, you know, oh, I remember this, we're yeah. supposed to say that this woman doesn't have the right to decide I want to fuck my ex-professor. Like, yeah. is that really what we're saying? Yeah. Like, that's not feminist at all. That's the opposite. We're like saying she has no right agency to make her own decisions. Right. I don't. I, and uh, I think it's kind of a similar situation. Like, we're removing so much of people's freedom. Well, you're when you're saying a, a people who meet in a work relationship cannot bang no, without it being who's saying that you're black and whiting the issue. It's well, I mean, I, no, I, I realize I'm black and whiting it. If 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 I work with somebody in my office, like the office I have now, there's like some girls there, right? If I meet one of them and we start talking or whatever, and we go out and we end up fucking, you know, I would not think that I should get in trouble for sexual harassment at all. I don't think anybody that meets in that kind of environment should. But if my boss starts calling me into his office and being weird and inappropriate, being like, hey, you know, would you like a massage? Or, you know, can you give me a massage? And doing that kind of thing that's different because the relationship is by its definition different. He, well, of course it's different. He right? has some authority over me. Well, but say in the second circumstance, you were, uh, you know, VP of whatever, and this woman had just started at the reception desk. Yeah. Technically, you're above her. Right. And who knows? You don't know if, oh, is she actually attracted to me? Or... Does she think that in doing this, I'm somehow, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, you're going to end up yeah, sweeping the, in a lot of innocent nuance. behavior. But you're also, by t- by going your way, you're also going to avoid a lot of abuse. Well, so I it's did, more, but abuse, it's like exactly like, I, I just don't really think, but there, I think ultimately the preservation of freedom and individual decision making is more important here than policing the workplace to this degree. Like, like I, I think I think that, hold on, hold on. I think that in the Weinstein scenario, unless he crossed the line to say that I'm going to harm you if you don't do what, what do I want. What do you mean by want, harm? If he, Physically harm? Fi- or? No, even financially harm, right? If he says, I have the power to ruin you. No. If he says, it can't be implied, right? Because clearly with Ashley Judd, he tried to do it. She said no, and he didn't do anything to it. It's different than an assistant. Right, right, no, no, fine. But I'm saying... You keep citing a thing that's an outlier. Okay, so even in the assistant scenario, if Weinstein invites assistant over to his house and says, oh, give me a massage, and you say no, and you leave, and nothing happens to you, I don't think that should be illegal. You know, I think it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. I would never do it. 
intentionally. You know what I'm saying? But it shouldn't be illegal. But it shouldn't be that that shouldn't be illegal. I don't even think that takes into account the way that sexual harassment laws work in workplaces. There's you with sexual harassment, you always have to establish a pattern. It can't be a one-off. Like hmm. if you get in trouble for sexual harassment, there always has to be a documented pattern of repeated stuff. Well, but I think yeah. So if, if I don't know, if I, your boss says, "Hey, give me a massage," and you're like, "No," and that's it, that's not. That's just a, him being a creep once and you saying no and it not being an issue. But if your boss is consistently doing that, even after you said, I'm not interested in that, I don't want to do it, then that's when he can get in trouble. And it's not just it's not just a one-off with sexual harassment. There, there's a number of times right. for you to prove, like, listen, this guy is crossing the line from you know, just picking me up to actively making my workplace shitty. People get mixed signals, though, man. I mean, it's like, you know, like take that DA environment for me. I was technically a higher position marginally than the girl that I was banging yeah. in the workplace, yeah. right? In, ooh. No, never in. never actually in. I did think about that a lot, though, but it never never happened. Cubicle sex. But, yeah. No, never done that. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, you know, I was technically above her, even though we were in different divisions. I was like one step ahead of her, right? And I was pretty, like, I had a lot of connections in that office. I was like, you know, I had four of my friends. I got them jobs there. I had an uncle who was like pretty high up. I used to have like Russia Shana with Morgan Dow, who was the DA. You know, like I was pretty, like, I had some social oh, using, clout there. Using your Jew yeah, stuff when, when it works. Jew stuff, right. Uh, you know, um, I, I had a little bit of influence there. And this girl, it seemed very obvious, wanted to bang, right? She wanted to. Sure. It seemed to me. And we went out and a couple times and, you know, one thing led to another, right? Technically, if she wanted to, I'm sure she could have filed some fucking thing that said, oh, I felt like if I didn't do it, uh, I would have been my position at the office would have not been as good if because I, blah blah blah. Even I, though that would have been total fucking nonsense. I don't know if it would have been so cut and dried because you weren't her direct supervisor. No, I you wasn't weren't in her chain of supervision. Not at all. So That's you true. you could have presented a counter case where it's like, no, we don't work. Well, in but the then same how department. do you explain what happened at NU? You know, at Northwestern, this guy got fucking his career ruined, and Chris, Laura Kipnis got sued by the woman. Yeah, I remember this drama. Yeah, there's creating a dangerous environment. I mean, you can sue for any of this shit. There's definitely, there's definitely shit that's wrong, but I don't think that it's necessarily. It's not so easy as just saying, "Eh, we need to get out of the business of these people," because there's definitely people in workplaces who are being abused by their bosses, as this Weinstein case says in certain instances. You know. If you're an assistant, you're Harvey Weinstein's assistant, and you, he's like, hey, I need you to come to my hotel room. And he's up there in his robe, and he's like, hey, I need you to give me a massage. Like, that's that's different than two coworkers fucking. But those are different, and they have to be kind of looked at. Well, but exactly. But I mean, it, it, I think, I mean, in the sense that you're talking about, you're right that clearly Harvey Weinstein does not... I don't know. I mean, maybe at some level, Harvey Weinstein has so much power, and I think this is definitely true of Trump, and Trump has said as much. You get so much power that you get so used to women desiring you that you do think they all want it. You know, sure. like like maybe he had some interaction with each of these women, you know, and I'm I'm relatively certain this has at least happened sometimes, where the signals get crossed. Yeah. Where like, you know, the woman keeps looking at him, right. you know, over, over dinner and he's like, oh, she clearly wants me because I'm a fucking one of the most powerful people in the world. Yeah. She definitely wants to fuck. So you, you know, like I'm sure that happens with Trump. It's like, and then the woman is not really on the same page. You know, she's just like interested in this human being for whatever reason. And then you get in a room together and he's like, he makes the move and then he realizes, oh, 
I was wrong. You know, like this woman actually doesn't want anything to do with me in this way. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to be what happened because he would badger them. Well, yeah, and then he would just stuff. like start jerking off anyway, which is at so that point. It's that's like, that's not indicative of somebody who's like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, I, I completely misread the signals. Right, right, right. You know, it, it would be a little different if that was the case. Yeah, but in his head, it's probably like... Nah, you he, want this. Yeah, you want it. You want, you want what I it. Got. I, I, I can tell by the way you're looking at me, like <laughs> you little slut. Like I know, you know, you want. This. You want to massage my naked body. Right. You want to watch me shower myself. Yeah, do you want to watch me shower? Like what? <laughs> yeah. No, but, I don't want to watch me shower. Right. Those requests make it seem like he did. It was very. Uh, just no care for the humanity of them at all. It's just like, I just want, it's like you're saying, it's just meat. Yeah. You know, like you're a piece of meat that Come I like, hear like meat. to look at. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's like, whereas at least with Trump, it seems like he would like make the move. And then if they said no, that would be it. Whereas with Weinstein, he's like, I'm just going to fucking do whatever yeah. I want, you know? Yeah, well, fucking Harvey Weinstein, man. It's amazing. What do you think? It's finally happened. You, you know what's going to happen? You know what my prediction is going to happen? Nothing. He's going to, we're going to forget about this in however many months and he's going to be fucking making Hollywood movies. Wow. Yeah. What about the, okay, so it's just a mat, it's just one article. So there's no current litigation pending. Is that right? Well, I think most of it was settled. Right. It's all been settled. So unless somebody brings some kind of, you know, legal prosecution against them. It's going to be all about, you know, he's going to do whatever fake procedural things he needs to do for us to be like, okay, we're moving on now. And then he'll probably go back to just, you know, doing it. Right. Cause all this is, is just a report. It's a great call. It's going to be like United airlines. Everybody's going to be mad for about five seconds. Then nothing will change. Yeah. You're fucking right. That yeah. is what's going to happen. Of course. And then the next Oscar season, like he'll just win an Oscar. Yeah. He probably won't go on stage. Care. That'll just be the yeah, difference. Yeah. Like, just lay low for a few years, Harvey, and it'll yeah. all blow over and everything. It'll forget. be over. Bye.